0: Well, hey, everybody. I'm a New York State apple, and I'm glad to be here to, uh, to help you fall asleep tonight. Uh, pleased to meet you. In my name, you'll be finding out soon, old Scoots asked me to come by and talk to you about apples. Uh, not just uh, any apples, New York State apples, uh, because that's the kind of apple uh, Scoots grew up with. And he said, man, I missed apple picking season. And I said, frowny apple face, uh, you did, Scoots. Uh, and he said, well, maybe I can make it up to you apples. Uh, and then he said, uh, I tried to make a few different jokes about being us apples being the apple of his eye. But really, you listeners, you're the apple of his eye. And you might say, well, you don't sound like a New York State apple to me. And I'd say, well, I just had a glass of Country Time Lemonade, and that's why I sound this way. But let's talk about apples in general, and then I'm going to take you on a, you know, we'll see where this goes. Uh cause Scoots, he loves, he said, hey, let's talk apples and see how it goes. That's the sleep with me. Uh, so he said, start with some basics uh, w- over at Wikipedia. The apple uh, is malus uh, malice pumilia, uh, erroneously called malice uh, domestic. Uh, it's a deciduous tree related to the rose family. And it's best known for its uh, me, sweet palmaceous fruit, bodacious and palmaceous, the apple. uh, Worldwide, and we're the most widely grown species in the genus Malus. And Malus does not stand for bad, to my knowledge. Uh, Originated in Central Asia. uh, Wild ancestor Malus uh, 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 saversi. And you can still find us there today. Uh, but we've been grown for thousands of years in Asia and Europe and brought to North America by Europeans. And oh boy, are we big in mythology. You probably already know that though. And you know, apple trees, uh, there was once a little tall tale about Johnny Appleseed and apple trees can grow large, uh, if grown from seed. But nowadays, uh, where cultivars are propagated by grafting rootstocks, uh, to control the size of the resulting tree. And uh, there's about 7,500 known cultivars of apples ranging uh, in desired, you know, by, what, what do you want out of your apples? Uh, uh, various uh, tastes, tastes and use, uh, cooking, eating raw, and cider produ- production. And, you know, we, get, we deal with things in organic and non-organic means. And, you know, they just started recently tweaking with our genomes, and uh, we'll skip over that. You know, we can be from 1.8 to 4.6 meters tall. That's 6 to 15 feet to you in the U.S. of in New York State and the rest of the U.S. Uh, 36 feet 12 meters in the wild. And we blossom in the spring simultaneously with the budding of our leaves and, uh, you know, we got spurs and long shoots, uh, beautiful flowers. If you don't mind me saying, five-petaled, with an inflorescence uh, with a cyme of four to six flowers. The central flower of our inflorescence is called the king bloom. It opens first and can develop a larger fruit. And our fruit, my, my partners and I, uh, we mature in late autumn, late summer, or autumn. And most commercial growers, they shoot for an apple at 7 to 8 centimeters uh, in diameter, uh, 2.75 to 3.2 inches. uh. And some people, they like their apples big. Some people like them small. And, uh, you you know, the apple business is finicky. You apple eaters are finicky folks, and that's a good thing because it keeps, uh, keeps the apple growers on our toes. Me, I'm just living my life. Now, you say, how did you get to be a representative of the New York State apples? And I'd say, well, apples are one of nature's miracles, uh, so why don't you just go ask Mother Nature? Also, uh, Ber- I'm a friend of Bernie the Butterflies, but he won't be appearing on this episode. Now, we talked about our wild ancestors. We'll skip over my genome, you know, our genome, uh and uh, you could check out wikipedia for history and germanic paganism greek mythology christian art uh you could look up our 7500 known cultivars and you could read about all the places in the world they're grafting us and and planting us and uh, letting us grow you know you might if you're looking for a nice word though it's rootstock uh that's the bottom of the graft uh They used to produce a wide variety of trees. And, uh, yeah, now I'll tell you what, uh, even in New York State, we got great love uh, for the Excelsior Experiment Station at the University of Minnesota. And uh, I think they might be the golden gophers. But to us, uh, they're the uh, apples of our eyes, us apples. uh Uh, But, of course, you want, you know, you that like those R-rated movies, you want to get to the good stuff, and uh, that's pollination. I know uh, apples were self-incompatible, so we must uh, cross-pollinate to develop fruit. Uh, So it's not easy. You know, it's just not as easy out there in the wild as you would think. Uh, And, you know, we need pollinators. And you know who pollinates? Uh, Honeybees uh, in particular. There's orchard mason bees. Uh, they can be supplemental pollinators, but, uh, you know, we got to get some more bumblebee queens. So keep an eye on those bees uh, because we need them, apples. Uh, unlike uh, the creator of this podcast, we can't self-pollinate. Uh, Boom. Now, you want to talk about uh, maturation and harvest. Uh, we get the biggest uh, when we're uh, grown on the same root rootstock as our tree. Uh, and, you know, we can get, our trees can get very large uh, and depends on the density, obviously, you know, how much, uh, we're you know, what water and uh, nutrition we're getting. But, you know, typically a mature tree can uh, go anywhere from 40 to 200 kilograms. Uh, that's 88 to 400, 441 pounds. And that's uh, each year. But some years it's zero, you know, when it's a tough year. You know, we, sometimes we just know when the tree needs a break. Uh, and you've probably seen the apples, uh, the special apple ladders. Those are three-point ladders that are made to fit among the branches. And uh, you probably have gone, you may have gone apple picking, you may not have. I'll tell you what, next year, pick an apple. We we kind of like it. Uh, uh, spread, But, hey, do us a favor, spread our seeds around uh, and support, you know, your local grower. Or, if you can't do that, you know, find the place with the most nostalgia and maybe pick yourself up a caramel apple. You deserve it. Uh, Now, how about storing apples? Well, we like to do, we can last us some months in a controlled atmosphere chamber uh, with delayed uh, uh, ripening. And, you know, we could use some higher concentrations of carbon dioxide and some higher air filtration, uh, balance out that ethylene uh, that, uh, it gets us ripe. Uh, and then when you take us out of storage, our ripening will continue. Now, if you got us at home, you know, that's an argument because the guy that makes this podcast, he keeps apples in his fridge for a long time, but most people ate about two weeks uh, in the coolest part of the refrigerator. But like granny Smith's and Fuji's, uh, maybe those are the ones the podcast guy keeps in his fridge. Cause, uh, they last a lot longer. But I'm neither of those. So there's a little hint of my name is neither Granny Smith nor Fuji. Now, we'll skip over these pests, but I'll just tell you three of the biggest ones. Mildew, uh, aphids, and uh, the old apple scab. You might say, where you know, here in the U.S. of A., uh, we make the most apples, and I have to be afraid to disagree with you by a lot. Uh, uh, China... Produces 48 uh, percent of the world's apples, but uh, you do in the U.S. Uh, like uh, it can produce about 5.2 million tons. Uh, China about almost 41 million tons, and coming in third is Poland at 3.2 million. Uh, then Turkey at 2.5, and Italy at 2.5 million tons. We might say is an apple a day keep you know keep good things coming or what? Well, I'll tell you what, apple a day should probably make you say yay. Uh, a typical apple serving, according to this uh, Wikipedia article, 242 grams of uh, is how much it weighs, 126 calories, and uh, you know, moderate amount of dietary fiber, and you know, just some trace uh, nutrients and vitamins and elements, nothing major yeah but uh you know it's got that it's got that crunch it's got a little sugar in there and uh you know there's plenty of ways to eat an apple but you, hey hey you know what before you say we, we don't have anything we do have a rich source of phytochemicals including flavonoids uh and other phenolic compounds uh, in our skin core and pulp uh that may have unknown health benefits uh and those phenolic compounds, including uh, polyphenol oxidase, are the driving force behind why apples turn brown. Uh, so, that, you know, that's a good, interesting thing. So you could keep an eye for that. And then the proverb, uh, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, uh, dates all the way from 19th century Wales, according to Caroline Taggart, the author of An Apple a Day and Old Fashioned Proverbs and Why They Still Work. Uh, The original phrase, quoting Wikipedia, quoting Taggart, says, eating an apple on going to bed, you'll keep the doctor from earning his bread. And then in the 19th and 20th century, it was changed to an apple a day, no doctor to pay, or an apple a day sends the doctor away. Uh, Going back to the phrasing we have now in 1822. But you might say, uh, what's your name again? And I'll say, well, I'll give you some more hints over at... uh, newyorkapplecountry.com where you could start planning your 2018 leaf peeping and apple picking tours Uh, because the apple varieties in New York State are right on here and I don't know if you know this but uh, New York grows uh, more apple varieties than any other state nearly 700 growers uh, 10 million plus trees uh, we produce enough apples to bake 500 million apple pies and uh you got a lot of great choices for eating, snacking, baking, cooking, sauces and desserts. Uh so let's run through some apples and you can see if you can guess my name. Uh, twenty ounce, uh AC Mac, uh Brayburn, Cameo. You're gonna hear a lot of these famous uh, people, uh you know they've been uh Cortland Crispin. I mean how many famous people have we already been down? Empire. We got, uh, let's see, we got Empire TV show, Crispin Glover, Cortland's a Great City, been famous, Cameo, famous singer, Braeburn, I think that's, uh was a president one time. AC Max got a new album out with 20 mounts, uh, so there you go for those ones. And Fortune, that's another one. Uh, Fortune favors the bold. Uh, Fortune's crisp with a spicy flavor, I forgot, I'm sorry everybody, Empire is sweet tart and juicy uh crisp and sweet and very juicy Cortland, sweet juicy and tender oh boy uh cameo tart sweet and crispy Brayburn, sweet tangy and juicy ac mac uh, sweet tart and juicy in 20 ounces firm juicy and tart uh. And where we leave off? Oh, Fuji, another famous one. It's very sweet and very juicy. Gala or Gala. Uh, sweet, juicy, and crisp. Uh, ginger gold. Uh, I think there's more than 500 songs written about the ginger gold apple. And uh, sweet and mildly tart. Uh, golden delicious, mild and sweet and juicy. Honey crisp. Honey uh, crisp. My name's not Honeycrisp, but I may have uh, called a few people in my life Honeycrisp, Sweet tart, tart Tart and Crisp. Now this one's one word, so don't get tricked. i would red. Uh, that's someone. i would read. True, uh, juicy tart and firm. A Jersey Mac, uh, another uh, famous uh, famous singer. T- sweet tart and juicy. Uh, this one's another, uh, one word or Jonah Gold, uh, Honey Sweet and Juicy, Jonah Mac, uh, Firm and Sweet, uh, Macoon, Macoon I'm not sure of that one, never met this apple before, Extra Sweet and Tender though, McIntosh, uh, Sweet and Tangy, uh, Paula Red, uh, Tart Juicy and Crisp, uh, Red Delicious, that's a famous apple, uh, overrated no offense but a uh, sweet juicy and crisp a uh, rome rome if you want to a uh, mild mildly tart and firm and the rest of them are uh trademark names which confuses me as an apple because i say uh, what the heck is that uh so that's over at newyorkapplecountry.com and let's but let's bust out some uh uh facts here new york really is the big apple uh only the second largest apple producing state in the country only washington produces more apples than the empire state uh and michigan ranks third with uh, pennsylvania and california rounding out the top five and if you're doing a report this is uh, NewYorkAppleCountry.com, new york and they actually have the primary sources listed uh New York produces two point, million bushels of uh, apples annually. And just so you know, when you're planning your uh, leaf peeping, uh, there's a branch of uh, apples in 41,000 acres. Uh, six major production districts around the entire state. Uh, Champlain, Va- Cham- Champlain Valley, uh, Eastern Hudson Valley, Western Hudson Valley, Central New York. Uh, that's where Scooter and I are from. Uh, Lake Country and the Niagara Frontier. And the top uh, 10 apple-growing counties are Wayne, Ulster, Orleans, and Niagara, Clinton, Columbia, Monroe, Orange, Onondaga, and Dutchess. Now, how, I, how, how many growers are there? There's 694 commercial apple growers in New York State. What do you say we get that to 720, 2018? And how about jobs? How about industry, uh, Governor? Uh, Ten thousand direct agricultural jobs, uh, seventy-five hundred indirect jobs uh, involved with the industry, and a thousand other, uh, thousands of other indirect jobs with uh, supplies and equipment. And on the average, thirteen point two five million bushels uh, are sold as fresh market fr- fruit. That's fifty-three percent of the. Uh, production and the remainder which is 11, uh, 7, five million, is processed into juices cider and canned products including uh sauce uh, slices and pie filling uh, and other processed ab- apple products and you might even say who, who are you know david letterman was from new york and he had a top 10 list uh, top 10 apples uh Varieties of varietals uh, in New York State are mcintosh Empire, Red Delicious, Cortland, uh, Golden Delicious, Rome, Ida Red, Crispin, Paula Red and Gala. And I don't know if you caught that who number one was, but I'd please meet you. I am the number one uh or the number ten varietal, depending on what list you're looking at, uh I'm MacIntosh. I'm MacIntosh Apple. Pleased to meet you. Uh, but you, you might have some more questions. Uh, now, some of you might be asking, uh, why do apples wax? And we're waxed uh, to maintain fresh, freshness and make us look better. And that's a natural wax uh, that's washed off at the packing house. uh fo fu- food-grade wax. And sometimes we get a milky film on us uh, when the food-grade wax coating uh, gets exposed to condensation or moisture. And you can just wash that off with plain water. And you might say, you know what, uh, those Rome apples, uh, sometimes they have a deep red pigmentation, and uh, uh, sometimes they have red streaks right in the flesh. uh, And yeah, sometimes uh, we're so bright red, uh, our pigmentation leaks right into the white flesh of the apple. Yeah, but that's uh, that's uh, that's totally normal stuff. Uh, now you already know that we're a member of the rose family of plants, along with uh, pears, peaches, plums, and cherries. Uh, I don't know if that makes us all stone fruits or not. Uh, but the science of apple growing is called pomology, and you know we come in red, green, and yellow all shades. Uh, we're still picked by hand. And Americans eat more apples per capita than any other uh, fruit. Uh, in 2012-13, uh, 15.9 pounds of uh, fresh apples uh, and uh, 29.4 pounds of processed apples uh, for a total of 44.3 pounds. Uh, now you might say, what about the world's largest apple peel? Well, that was created by Caffey Waffler in Madison, October sixteenth, uh, nineteen seventy-six, Rochester, New York. Uh, Kathy waffler Madison. Uh, excuse me. And that apple peel was one hundred seventy-two feet uh, four inches long, and she was only sixteen years uh, old at the time. But she grew up to be a sales manager manager for Apple Tree Nursery. Did you know it takes thirty-three apples to create one gallon of apple cider? of my volume is air, and that's why I float if you're bobbing for apples. Uh, Apples are grown in 36 uh, states, uh, about 80 calories an apple, uh, 5 grams of fiber, including pectin, which is a soluble fiber. Uh, Most apple blossoms are pink when they open, they gradually transition to white, and you might say, well, why don't so many cold states grow apples? Because we can be grown further north than any other fruit trees because we bloom in the late spring, minimizing the chance of frost damage. And here's a fact to lay on you. Fifty takes the energy from 50 leaves uh, to produce one apple. We're solar-powered, uh, us apples here. We're the second most valuable fruit grown in the United States after oranges. In uh, 1998 was our boom year, uh, 277.3 million bushels were harvested, and uh, Newton Pippin apples were the first ones expor- exported from America, and they were sent to Benjamin Franklin in London in 19- 1768. Uh, uh, the first apple nursery was in uh, Flushing, New York, in 1730. Uh, George Washington loved pruning apple trees. And a peck of apples weighs 10.5 pounds. A bushel of apples weighs 42 pounds and will yield uh, 20 to 24 quarts of applesauce. So you might say, uh, hey, Macintosh, and hey, by the way, you can call me Mac. Uh, you, could, you don't need to call me Big Mac. Just call me Mac. Uh, or, you know, I'd like us to be friends. Uh, just like I'm friends with old Scoots. Uh, once upon a time, he was a little Andy. And every once in a while, not, not I'm not sure if he went every year. Uh, little Andy would head out to an apple orchard with his family, and he would pick some apples. and And I observed him. Uh, and you might say, "Well, Macintosh, if you're just," and I'd say, uh, do, "Don't overthink it. Uh, my root stack runs deep." Uh, and uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, uh, understanding the Mac, maybe I'm one Macintosh and maybe I'm all, maybe I'm both. And you might say, hold on Mac. So you're saying you're a collective and I'd say, no, no, no. I'm just saying, I'm just here to talk to you about apples and not about science. And, uh, yeah, I thought even Scoots said no, uh, no existentialism at bedtime, but where Scoots and his family would go, uh, was an apple orchard called Beacon Skiff, uh, that the police police company should be paying him, I guess, uh, New York apples and this uh, orchard. But, you know, it's not anywhere near where he lives, so he don't mind uh, none. none. And Beacon Skiff's been around since 1911. Uh, And little Andy would go out there and pick some apples. Maybe we'll go uh, look at some apples in a bit. Uh, But it was an orchard uh, in 1911 when George Skiff, an onion farmer, uh uh, from syracuse i met uh, andrew beek a dairy farmer and they met at one of those farmers markets where you and all your neighbors go and they said let's do let's get in this let's join forces and get in this apple business uh and out here on route 20 yeah where we're at right now uh, at least in your imagination lafayette new york uh they found the perfect condition for growing apples, and they started right that very year. And by 1920, uh, in the 20s and 30s, they had a wholesale business uh, selling apples to grocery stores like Victory, uh, A&P, and small local grocers. Now, 1937, those 30s, they were a tough time. Uh, we had a drought uh and uh we couldn't you know we couldn't grow apples that year it was a tough year and it didn't stop then uh 1945 we had a big freeze and uh that was in late spring no more apple no apples that year and then in 1949 we tried smoke uh uh smudge pots they call them on cold spring mornings uh, to fight off the frost and uh Ever since then, we've uh, been uh, smudging the uh, smudging the pots and uh, uh, keeping us here. Trees, you know, apples and trees warm. Now those 1950s, those were that was the time. And uh, 1959, we started uh, watering the trees with irrigation methods uh, to increase production, and uh, that caused us to have to get bigger apple boxes uh, to store our harvest. Now, innovation's continued. It kind of feels like an apple ride, doesn't it? Like at Epcot Center. The big apple. Uh, uh, maybe that's what we'll go on next. You'll climb in a boy. Yeah, that's a good idea, Mac. Uh, let's climb in an apple. Well, let me get through the history here, because in 1956, uh, this is just a prairie ride. Uh, we were fighting the frost and wind. Uh, Yeah, because we're in a valley, and cold air can settle down here. So uh, to protect the delicate apple blossoms uh, that become us apples, uh, we were the first orchard in the northeast to use wind machines to move the cold air out of the valley so it wouldn't damage us the blossoms. And over the years, this has saved tens of thousands of apples uh, before we had a chance to grow. In the 1960s, we added a controlled atmosphere room so our apples could be stored longer. In 1975, and this is where Little Andy's story comes in, uh, we diversified from wholesale uh, to a pick-your-own orchard, which has become known as Apple Hill. Uh, And then a few years later, we converted an old dairy barn into the Apple Hill Country Store and Bake Shop. And this is where families from central New York come, uh, to pick apples and create memories. In, uh, 1979, we began making our first apple cider. And oh boy, does that Andy, he loves Beacon Skiff apple cider. And I know he said, California, he said, well, he also said, is this how much apple cider was when I was a kid? Cause it's expensive. Uh, and yes, there's a big difference between apple cider and apple juice, uh, but in 1979, that's when we started making our apple cider uh, right down at the Apple Hill Country Store. in wholesale, retail, it blew up. Uh, so then we needed to develop a pasturation process to extend the shelf life. But we didn't want to alter that delicious apple cider flavor. So we were the first to flash or pasteurize fresh cider in distributed wholesale. And you can find it at many of your favorite grocery stores and markets. And then we started selling bows, but Scoots doesn't want to talk about that. Uh, Those are some of our new ventures. Uh, But we continue to make advancements and improvements. In uh, in 2013, we installed 15,000 new trees, renovated our Apple Hill campus uh, uh, to make it an even better experience and a tasting room and a cafe. So, uh, yeah, so that's a little bit about our uh, history and some of the facts about, uh, around here, these parts. Uh, but now I want you to watch your hands and your feet as you step into our giant apples. Uh, yeah, we call them apple mobiles around here. And, uh, two, two or two adults and one child per apple mobile in the, uh, the uh, hand bar will lower on its own, please so please face your feet and hands in your lap, uh, and letting letting that apple uh, apple uh yeah you're the apple of our eye. Welcome to uh, the uh, Macintosh New York State Apple Tour here at uh including uh, a tour of Beacon skiff uh, orchards but uh, also a tour of uh, uh just being an apple and it goes a little bit slow here as we enter the winter uh the winter months here you could see a cold here in central new york you can see uh winter uh, the ground is frozen and the apples uh they're not on the trees there's not much anything on these apple trees as we head through this orchard here and have a look around here you'll see uh winter has come to central new york and snow And, you know, this is a beta test of our uh, apple ride, so at this point we would have facts about the winter and the snow or maybe a dramatic visit from a winter queen. Uh, This is one storyline I've been pitching in Big Mac. Uh, She would say, Big Mac, uh, rest for the winter as you wait uh, to become a seedling uh, be lay dormant and rest, uh, as the cambium within you circulates nutrients, uh, and you rest for the winter, for, but not forever, if for winter is a time of rest, and, and, and she would do that kind of thing, you know, another thing that they, some of them are pitching is, uh, Farmer Joe, and I'd say, well, how about Farmer Jane, what in the heck, uh, and they say, well, how about Farmer Jane, and i said, no, forget it, just go with the apple queen, please, uh, or uh, well, how about Appalina? and they said mac why don't you do it and i said not in the winter i want to be, have a dramatic introduction please uh so then i called scoots i said let's just go rogue and do this on our own uh, so they i don't think they'll be super happy with me when they find out but whatever you know i i, I can't help that i love apples uh and i love being an apple uh so anyway, uh, you'll notice that you'll see some winter birds. Uh, that'll be based on fact. Uh, you'll see other winter animals uh, doing, you know, the winter things and running around there. Even some now, you say, is that a squirrel? They say, yeah, that squirrel did a good job. It must have a nice warm burrow somewhere. I don't know what, the maybe the squirrel has a bunch of uh, Fuji apples or something uh, stored up for the winter. And then I'm pitching, you know, 'cause I said, "Well, is this going to be just a static ride through the orchard?" Uh, and then, uh, so anyway, I'm Believe me, I'm pitching on something that's family friendly but has a little action. But you know, these companies they say, "What?" And I say, "Can't we be a co-op?" And they say, "Why do we need an apple ride?" And I say, "Because of the life of the apple. Because now that we're leaving the winter." A dramatic music would begin, and we would have effects because we'd have a cold effect, and then we would start to warm you up, and we would even have some smell vision coming in. And they'd say, you'd say, oh, boy, it smells like that a loamy, uh, wet with spring smell. And then we would change over the characters uh, where the winter queen, apple queen, she'd say, and then it was spring. And I did say, what about Helen Mirren? And they said, Big Mac, we can only afford you. And I'd say, well, I'm just an apple. Lad. I'm not in the union. And I I mean, I'll look into it. Uh But I'd say, I prefer Helen Mirren. And they said, she's out of her price. And I say, well, so does that mean Dame Judi Dench is also outside of price range? Uh What about John Malkovich? Uh and they just, they, they, you know, they said, Mac, please stop coming to these meetings. And I said, well, I'm the only uh a, a, a apple that's been granted consciousness, so I'm afraid you're stuck with me. And they will all sigh. There's apple barons. Uh, Scooch told me not to talk about that, but there are. And I was thinking about adding them in the ride in the background, you know, with a little uh, foil. You know, maybe nobody could see me unless I tell you uh And this is here, I'd like a boy with a newspaper saying, extra, extra, spring comes up right on time. And then we would show, this would be good because this would have the conflict uh, where, again, they say, well, spring has arrived. Uh, And we would show a little bit of budding in the beginnings. And then, hello, military industrial complex, we'll get your due if we can get some cash for this ride. Then we would say, you know, we would talk about the technology part. You know, I'm not anti-technology. This ride is going to have technology. And this we could say this Apple ride is driven on Apple Drive. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if we could get Tim Cook. I haven't even thought about that till just now. An and I'd like the ride to be solar-powered, but, you know, uh, we'll see about that. Uh, but then we would talk about the frost, and we would have a, a fog effect, and then the uh, fan And I also personally think it would be cool if the fan, you know, kicked up the ride to a little bit of higher speed, you know, where you say, whoa. And, you know, actually, like, it would be like uh, spring would be act, like if winter's act one, spring would be broken into two acts where it would have the overclimbing of the frost, uh, like First, we'd show the smudge pies. it wouldn't be really smudge pies, but they'd have the smell. Like the, when you're in Disney with the dinosaurs and stuff, you say, it smells like burnt something. And then you would go, then we'd have the wind effect, so we'd be saved from the frost. And, oh, boy, then another smell-o-vision, you'd go right into the blossom room, and then we would have something, you know, kind of showing a cross-cultural celebration of apple blossoms. Again, what I'm pitching, that's falling on deaf ears. And we would have a dual unlayering of like uh, like, with, uh, you'd be looking out one side of the ride. And like as we're showing these different cultural worldwide cultures uh, with apple usage and, and also the mythology of apples and apple blossoms. We'd also be showing the growth uh, and the budding and the mature, like, the slow uh, into summer. And so that we'd, like, celebrate the history of apples, uh, the human history of apples across the globe. Uh, also some history. So you'd say, well, uh, here in Turkey was when, uh, you know, the first, uh, and then, the, you know, uh, so very nice thing oh, with apple smells i mean i'm sorry apple blossom smells and lots of those robo figures uh and they said we don't have the budget i said what budget you know well this is about the history of apples this is mac talking uh and then uh we would roll into summer but, but right right as we get to summer we need you know you need another twist uh So, like, as we're like going from the mythology, like, we're intertwining the mythology and the history of the progression of apples and uh, the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, actual maturation of the apple tree. Uh, The next thing we would get into would be another thing. Like, uh, we'd say the year, like, and I, I, I like having the paper boy again. Saying extra, extra drought, and then we show more military, you know, then we say, Hey, look at this aqueduct stuff here. That was the down year, and you show people weeping, not my apples, I got no apples this year. Yeah, so you show a couple of the droughts, you show the year with uh, whatever you know, whatever the apple smelt or whatever they called it. And then you may maybe if we get the rights to a beach boys song. You go from the downtime, uh, you say, Well, but technology had its way, just like Mother Nature. Then we get some heat lamps in there, some beach, some ocean, uh, families on vacation, and we go into the summer. You know, you see some of the summer stuff there, like, uh, but you see the apples growing. And at the same time, you got to layer this stuff together. So we also talk about, uh, and maybe you could have the characters doing the exposition, like, hey, Bob, where are you going for work there? Well, you know, because I'm an engineer, I work on, you know, you show, hey, Mary, do you look super successful And it, maybe even do, I said, how about a high school reunion? And they said, where everybody works in the Apple industry. And I say, exactly. And everybody says, "Oh, shucks. And your kid's selling these papers for two bits about the Apple uh, but they say, yeah, well, I, you know, I've invented a new method uh, to solarize the apple industry. Did you know it takes uh, fifty leaves for one apple? And then you could have this is when I would also get some of these apple barons in there. You have them like a juggler, mime juggler, at the reunion, and we just put his name on his name tag. You know, one of the apple barons. Uh, Or you just say, you know, Mr. Bafo, but we could get his face to one of the big apple barons, uh, and that was, so that would show summer, uh, and, you know, then people could wear shorts and, you know, it's summertime and the beach boys, if we can't get them, you know, just some of that fake surf rock, you know, boom, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. And then maybe one more notion, emotional note, uh. Uh, to end the summer where you have a kid down about the summer. Uh, and, again, we could fold this. Uh, somebody said, what about an emotional journey? And I said, well, maybe the paper boy. I don't know if we're going to have one con- con- t- t- continuous emotional journey. Uh, but I think we, we got to use the end of summer to signal the sadness of a child at the end of the summer. And then, you know, the mother says, well, Johnny, how about a little apple for you and Mary Sue? And they say, gosh, darn it, Mom, I didn't even know you had apples. And she says, we don't. Uh, let's climb into our Apple Mobile. And then you do that Disney thing where the kids and the mom look like they're in the Apple Mobile with you. We're going to go pick our own apples. And then this is when it gets good. We go into a, like a sky mode which you're going to see here on the right here and now we're traveling above New York state and looking at the bounty and then we get another good uh you know New York, now the bounty of New York state New York state's proud to present uh and we fly over the different ones we do zoom ins we get the smell vision with the apples uh we like they're gone. Then we could like even zoom in, you know, you go up and then you go back down, you go over these hills. New York State's got great hills and mountains. And you start to do all that and you also we can fit in a lot of New York State, you know, get we can get money from the state and you say, Well, there's New York State's official bike race or whatever Great New York State Fair. And the kids they forget about that the summer's ended because now it's fall and it's apple picking season. And now everybody's happy. Oh boy, and we see all these families uh picking apples and you know, as they pick the apples saying Jeez, Johnny, do you know that the apple uh, has flavonoids which have not yet been scientifically proven to be good for you, but may be uh you know great, uh, crunch? And maybe a brother and sister do you what's your favorite apple? Blah blah, blah. no nope. Macintosh, the greatest apple that ever was. Uh, but then we're not done yet because this is a ride, right? So then you tour around a general, you know, I say, well, if Beacon Skiff will pay for it, somebody else will. That's what I keep saying at the meetings. Uh, and they say, Mac, you're not a, and I say, I'm an independent apple. I'm an independent thinker. Uh, crunch on that. Oh, uh, So, Anyway, here's what we do next, and this is the big finale, so I'm going to spoil it for you, but you, you, you'll keep, com- this will keep everybody coming back, uh, is, uh, you, you go, okay, we're touring around, and then you go by and you say, hey, Barney, what are you doing? Well, I'm waxing apples, uh, and even the, you know, everybody, the adults could have a joke at that, you know, and you say, well, I'm, I'm packing apples to ship all the way across the globe, uh. And you see somebody typing on the Internet there, you know, and like uh, we're virtually sending apples, uh, you know, and you get the uh, industrial, uh, you know, go, go music going where you think it's the end of the ride where you say, whoa, this is this Apple propaganda or just if I propagated joy from this ride. And then you get uh, maybe me, maybe somebody else. They say, well, one last stop. Uh, What about that apple cider? I love an apple cider. And then you say, okay. And then we do a quick turn. Well, maybe, I guess maybe like uh, I could be like the uh, driver of the apple apple cart. Maybe we should call them apple carts instead of apple mobiles. Remember Richard Scarry, that worm drove an apple car. And so then we, I say, well, one last stop then. And then we go in and it says warning Apple Cider production facility uh, closed for upgrade or something. And then we get the warning lights, And I scoot right into the Apple Cider production. And they say, what are you doing, Mac? And I'd say, I'm going to show everybody how Apple Cider gets made. And then we like get on the conveyor belts and then the ride starts rocking and it starts jostling and it gets uh, speed picks up just like a roller. This could be all virtual, by the way, uh, checkbook holders that are listening. I mean, it's only the greatest. We're only, you know, the greatest, uh, second greatest fruit in the United States, uh, according to oranges uh, that don't know anything. No offense, oranges. And then we start jostling, oh boy! And you're saying, "What's that?" And they say, "Well," and then you really get to have get the uh, apple press. You say, "Oh, look out, Mac, the apple press!" And then we do a, you know, maybe some special effects, even fake apple splashes. You could do that with the air. You know, we get to do a couple dives, you know, because the apples get, after get pressed, you know, the water's got to go somewhere. Then you go through flash pasteurization, a cold, we could show them cold pasteurization and, you know, then we, and then we go right into somebody's mouth, uh, like shoot right down a, like a one last hill. And then the ride lets off in the gift shop with the apple cider, like, uh, for adults and kids, regular apple cider and hard apple cider available right when you step off the ride you get a little shot of regular apple cider or you can buy yourself a whole glass uh and we got apple pie smells and uh you know all the different things and then that's it that's the ride and i'll tell you what it's been a ride uh, taking all of you here with me on a journey around Appletown. Uh, if you don't mind me saying it's been my pleasure and I'll get off my Apple box now, but I appreciate you eating apples. And, uh, you know, by the way, if you have billions of dollars to invest in a ride, you know, I mean, why not? Uh, you know, let's start this. The apple cart adventure, we'll call it, with Big Mac. Uh, but uh I hope you have a restful night and uh, get get yourself plenty of sleep. And don't ask why I have that country accent. Uh, it's because I drank some country time lemonade. And don't ask why an apple would drink country time lemonade, because that just do not make any sense. It could not.